Que porque eu queria uma orelha. Ah, que hora? Que hora, papo? I'm not as fluent in Modi as you are. You're pretty fluent. I'm here in this place. It doesn't mean where are you now. It means where are you from? I'm from here. No, I'm not from here. They're not Australian. Kira, Kira, Kira. There's uh, multiple cameras here at Creative Talk Podcast this week. We're going live on TikTok as well as all other channels. Good to be back this week. And we're also celebrating to wiki o te reo Māori. Now, I'm not fluent in te reo Māori. Neither am I. And it's pretty crap because I should actually learn a lot more. Neither are you. You're way better than I am. I wouldn't say I'm fluent. I'd say intermediate. Still good, though. Still good, buddy. But you know what's funny? What? is because people think I'm white, they look to you and they ask you the questions and you're like, mm-hmm. but they won't ask me. <laughs> no, what they do is they look at you and then they look at me and then they ask me where the toilets are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you guys know where the toilets are? Yeah, ask that guy over there. He knows. <laughs> anyway, today on this week's uh, podcast, we're going to be talking about a small business and actually, like, probably the, the the big reasons as to why most small businesses fail. Um, and it's it's kind of a topic that a lot of people in marketing have been talking about, especially in COVID. But we've never talked about it, have we? Not really. No. We've been talking about how to get your business off the ground. Mm, and how to keep like it going. That. Yeah. How to keep it going. How to make things, like, you know, more prosperous, more beneficial. But I also think right now there's a lot of talk that's been going out in the mainstream media from people like Gary Vee, a whole bunch of people have been talking about this topic. Um, And it spurred on the back of COVID and how many businesses have actually been crushed, like completely no longer existing um, because of that particular pandemic. Now we won't talk about the vid, but we will talk about how that impacted a lot of industries. And then also like, Probably the reasons why some of those businesses ended up failing in the first place. But I think it also, because um, a lot of people lost their jobs, then a lot of people mm. then started their own businesses. So I think that a lot more people got into it and they're trying to figure out why or how to make it successful. That's a good point. Mm. That's a good point. So I suppose if we were talking about like um, the top reasons why a lot of businesses fail. There's kind of like top five reasons. There's top 10 reasons. Um, Our particular reasons are based on what we've seen both pre-COVID and also now after COVID. Um, And also what um, Amber and I have done within our company, Mm -hmm. uh, moving it from like a one-bedroom type business into now a two-bedroom type business. (laughs) (laughs) Into an office with multiple teams. And we've kind of gone back to the start like we started in our in our own little small apartment and now because of working from home in covid we're now back in it (laughs) yeah we had the office we had the big office yeah we had the big office with the team and and we still do we still have an office we still have team we still have an office but we don't really go in the office as much as we used to we used to be there like five days a week nine till five religiously right Mm -hmm. so that's changed for us now we're only doing that like twice a week once a week depending on if we really need to go in at all actually i think working from home pre-covid for a business like ours has really shown that um if you have very talented people that work within your company you don't need to manage them micromanage them and actually 
you know, make them travel an hour into work or an hour back home. If they're doing the same output, if they're still loving their job, yeah, let them stay there. From talking to our staff, they're a lot more productive. um, Yeah, they love working from home. But that's because we employ mostly females. Yeah, because they get the shit done. That's why. Females are onto it. No disrespect to men. We're good at stuff, just not everyday stuff. easily distracted yes i would just call them bloody useless 90 percent of us are just like we're just lazy like we get complacent we don't pay attention to detail we skip over detail we forget a lot of things um and we're just not as good i'm just gonna say it we're just we're just not as good if you're a female out there and you've worked with your partner or you're in business or even you work for a useless boss let us know yeah, what you think? But personally, after many, many years, many, many corporates, many, many businesses, and now us working together after how many years? 13 years now? No, we haven't worked together 12 years? for 13 years. Oh, it seems longer than that. <laughs> I wonder why. We've sure. been stuck together for it's 13 like years. Prison 40. sentence. <laughs> I'm the one serving the sentence. What did I do wrong? I don't know. <laughs> You're in prison. But if you've just joined us today, we're talking about small small businesses and the top reasons why they fail, both pre-COVID and after COVID. Um, and we're just sharing in some insights around uh, how long it's been that we've been working business together, which we've seen a lot, actually. We've seen a lot of businesses come and go. We've seen a lot of changes through COVID and pre-COVID, post-COVID. I don't know. That thing was oh, God. There goes Nana, getting so. distracted. <laughs> Hello. Fucker, I just fucker, did a boy thing. No, TikTok <laughs> was telling us to swipe the screen. Pay attention, Nana. Right, oh. stay on topic. Here we go. So we're going to talk about the topics of um, small businesses and why they fail, and then we're going to give our insights into why, probably why our business hasn't failed, knock on wood, um, and won't continue to fail because of some of the things. That <laughs> knock on wood. <laughs> oh, she's funny today. Oh, yes. Hey, Nana's had a coffee. So the number one topic that I'm going to talk about, which is related directly to us, because we are a marketing company and we have one run one in multiple regions from Asia right through to Australia into now New Zealand. And now we've expanded into the Pacific Island region. We have. Which is pretty damn cool. cool. So if it's anything happening in APAC, our company now does. But we started in a very small apartment, one bedroom small tiny space yeah. and have now grown into the space that we do now our space we shared together was like in the same room and i had to like yeah, sit with you true. all day in the same room and yet we're still here still in sleeping. the same room. no this isn't the same room <laughs> love it anyway the number one reason why a lot of businesses fail especially small businesses um straight off the bat no strategy in marketing and no marketing um, that, that's probably one of the fundamental reasons why, and, and there's many reasons why that causes businesses to fail. But the main one is if you want to sell product, you need to market it. If you want to grow your brand, you need to market it. If you want to build yourself as a profile person to get out into the media, to build that side of things, you need to market yourself. And if you're not doing any one of those three things, it won't grow. Mm. Well, right? people need to know you might have this really awesome product, but how yeah. will they know? How will they know that it exists without you marketing mm-hmm. it? That's, <laughs> that's your that's it. Full stop. 
how will they know about your product unless you market it? That's true. It's true. A lack of marketing really is one of the big reasons why businesses fail. And it's because you can say that it is the product and it didn't work. You can say it's the customers weren't interested. You can say all of that stuff. But really, there is a product and a customer out there for everyone. There's a lot of people in this world. And as long as you can get the product and the benefit and the value across, which is what you use marketing to do, if you do it properly, then that will help the business to sell the product. And if you sell the product, you'll grow the business. And if you grow the business, you will grow the brand. Um, now, obviously we're in marketing and we've seen a lot of marketing failures, not just in small business, but also big brands that have problems around marketing their products and their services uh, to many people all over the world. But we see this still happening today. Even before COVID, businesses were making this mistake. And now after COVID, even more people are making this yeah. mistake. For some reason, after COVID, people just got freaking lazy. We're not hustling as hard. No one's having face-to-face -face meetings as hard oh, out as we used to. We're not yeah. traveling as much as we used to. There's this lack of wanting to get back to the same level of pace that we used to be at pre-COVID. Because they probably thought, they probably come to the conclusion now where it's like, oh, do we really need to be doing all of that? No, nah, we, we don't. That's the thing. We've realized we don't need yeah. to do that. We don't need to like have people stay in the office for 40 hours a week just so we can see what they're doing so that we can actually do the same job as what we're now doing from home. You can work four days a week and get it done. Yeah. We do. But with regards to marketing, how has that changed? Marketing itself has changed a lot because everything's gone online. Everything is now video. Everything's online. Everyone wants to Everything's video. Yep. Yep. So yep. it's, you know, it's really, if, if you thought newspapers were dead before and magazines were dead before COVID, they mm -hmm. really are now. A lot of them actually went out, out of business during COVID. There was a lot and, of titles and, that went out of business and a lot of blogs and a lot of websites yeah. that we used to work with, they all went under. So now it's heaps of people selling through social media platforms like TikTok, as yeah. we've seen with some of the things that we've bought. Yes, digital has become the lazy way to market now. And, you know, we see a lot of tools that are coming out, um, uh, AI tools that allow you to produce content, to repurpose content, to push content out to multiple platforms. That's all really good. Even ways and hacks on how you can create content. Nothing really beats the creative mind of a human though. Like you can automate as much as you want, but the real good ideas always come from people first, machines second. That's what I keep saying. Mm. I still haven't found, I know that you, there's a lot of people out there that aren't. Machines make our life easy though. They do. They, they make do. it easy, but they also make you bloody complacent. They and do. Lazy. And lazy and Less not creative. speak properly and not write properly. And I don't know. Support marketing in this day and age, whether it's pre-COVID or after COVID, is vital for you to grow your business, sell your product, engage with customers. It's still one of the number one things that we see as a massive mistake around businesses that fail mm -hmm. in this day and age. So that's why I've put it as top of the list. Now, if we looked at um, one of the other reasons that is probably priority or top of the list, Gary Vee, who was recently on TikTok, he has a massive following, um, has talked about speed being a massive failure. And here's his little content piece around why he thinks speed is the demon. Build a successful company, even that is why I think most people are not winning. I've never thought of anything besides how slow can I build something. Speed 
matters now. Yeah, okay, speed matters. I also think it's why nobody's winning. Speed is the devil. Do you know why everyone's sitting and analyzing so much? Because they're trying to figure out how to do it fast. Speed's the fucking devil. I've never wanted fast because I've always sensed and now I feel very confident that I'm right at 46 years old that fast is what fucks everyone up because you go into shortcut land and that's just real talk. It just is. When you're 20, you were 10 years old 10 years ago and I remember being 22 and my cousin Bobby being 30 and I thought my cousin Bobby was the oldest man on earth. So I know how hard it is when I tell them, hey, think of this as a 10-year game. They're like, fuck you, Gary. That feels like forever. The problem is it's why so many 20-year-olds lose. It's also back to mental health and all that. It's why they're all so anxious. They want fast to show everyone else Mm. they want. And that's really fucking them up. (laughs) And that's true. There is so many young entrepreneurs that are making these um, online e-com stores and they do it for a couple years and they fail at it because it doesn't work probably because they don't have marketing and they just think it's going to be this massive, huge, like Kim Kardashian overnight success and be massive. How long has she been in the game? Really? And it doesn't happen. Yeah. It doesn't happen. We see people trying to rush into business all the time. Like, and it's crazy because after COVID we saw so many new people go into businesses that they don't even know anything about Mm. simply because they knew they didn't want to go back to work or their industry had been affected by COVID in a massive way. So they thought they would start something new without doing any research whatsoever. And it didn't work. Mm -hmm. It didn't work. Speed does not work when it comes to business. Um, No matter if you're large or small, having an effective business is more than just having a good Mm -hmm. idea. I think it's also a result of the way that social media is today. Mm -hmm. Because people, as we know, young people, say Gen Z's, for example, even younger millennials don't want to wait to find out something. So, you know, three-second videos and all that kind of stuff. And people aren't – people think they'll see somebody online and be like, oh, they're an overnight sensation. No, they've probably been working at something for five to ten years (coughs) and now they've only just become famous for – but they've been working in the background for a very long time. Mm -hmm. But they don't see all of that. They just think, oh, that guy just made this video and it's gone viral. He probably made 100 videos before that one went viral. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a long game, but people are – Not interested in the long game. And our business took a long time to build, man. Like there is no – in the first probably four years, in the first two years – we were still working full-time jobs. Eh? Yeah, we were. We, we didn't even like have a proper company company until we were earning enough money in the business to actually leave our jobs. Mm-hmm. And then we decided to make the move. So I think a lot of people, they like quit their job mm-hmm. and then they go into this idea of a business that they're going to do and they expect it to do really well because they're seeing all these other people doing the same thing and it seems to be working. But what they fail to realize is anything, any business, takes time to build and if you're not constantly pushing it each and every day it's not going to grow it just doesn't work it just doesn't work like no brand no product no customers will ever come to your business if you're not constantly active every single day and and doing it for a number of years not just six to seven twelve months that's not a business to me that's still it's like research. Well, it's like what Gary, I mean, Gary Vee's been around for a long time. Yeah. And he's like the guru now when it comes to marketing I, I, yeah. on social and, and digital. He's a pioneer now, man. The, the guy's strategies are next level. 
Yeah, but he's been working at it for years and Decades. years, years, right? He yeah. started selling his wine online. And went First guy to do it on crazy. YouTube. Hmm. And then, so he's kind of like this guy that introduces new things to people and, and then it takes off. But most people wouldn't put in the hard yards. They'll be like, oh, after a year, oh, it's not working. I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm just going to give it up. Yeah. move on to something else even after a few months i think mm. maybe fast doesn't work when it comes to business it's long it's slow it's freaking hard um but the benefits are definitely there but it's a long game you know it's kind of like real estate you don't buy a property and flick it off in three to six months unless you're playing the flip game which still you need to know what you're doing in order to make that happen but in business you can't really flip it um in a way if you want to grow it like substantially it takes time yeah. It takes time. Um, it's, what our, it's what our grandparents and parents would have, you know, said things take time to grow take time. and nurture. It's like when you grow a garden, when you're planting a garden. It's not going to happen overnight. <laughs> with the garden but references. it will happen. <laughs> just like me, I just planted some oh, new God. seedlings or some new things, and they're just starting to sprout, and I'm so excited. And today we're talking about flowers <laughs> and gardening, thanks to Nano. Brought to you by just Bunnings. A great <laughs> metaphor for business. Is it? It is because you've got to look after oh, it. You've got to nurture, nurture it. You got to nurture it. You know, you water do. it. You got to water it. You got to put it in the sun. sun. You got to give it some love. You got to talk dirt. to it. And then you got to give it a cat that bites all the leaves off every now and again, oh, just so it knows oh. it's alive. It's a little bit of competition. Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you gotta have that little, cat, that little cat. That's what our cat does to and our then plants. You're like, no, she's like. Anyway, today we are talking about the reasons why small businesses fail, and so far we've touched on no marketing or poor marketing being a massive uh, reason for that happening. Also, speed. People expecting businesses to take off in like twelve months and expecting themselves to be millionaires within that time, mainly because they're seeing all the stuff on social media. And COVID has changed a lot of businesses to e-com now. Um, and they think that's going to be their way out, yep. only to realize is their way down yep. because you can't rush anything, especially a business. Now, the number three reason that small businesses fail, and this really, really came through um, during COVID, is they fail to adapt and be innovative. They fail to do that, meaning that they don't have it as part of their plan. It's not part of their business strategy. It doesn't even exist. There's no budget to support it. It is it's just not there. Um, and one thing that happened during COVID is pretty much all the people that failed to innovate in some way, shape or form are now no longer in business. Um, and there were a number of industries that just got completely wiped out, impacted, shut down, affected, loss of staff loss of clients. It just was like across the board. It wasn't just one particular business. I know people in multiple industries that were massively affected and some that even just could not operate whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and that is like COVID is an anomaly because you can't really plan for that kind of effect. Right. But what you can do in business is you can plan to adapt and constantly look at the trends that are happening so that you can look at pivoting. Mm -hmm. And we had to pivot, right? We, we went full digital. Yeah, we are, all our events stopped. Well, we, we had we had massive events. events. We did. Yeah. And then we also took on a massive training component and started training virtually with our clients, all of their people. We used Zoom as a tool to do all of that. We used Zoom to run webinars and events online. 
Um, and it went really well. And that allowed our business to keep going through COVID being closed yeah. and digital became a primary focus, mm -hmm. which we knew would happen. And so we were able to pivot, add additional products and then keep going. I think it comes down to as well, people being open to learning something new, mm -hmm. right? So we didn't know anything about Zoom before no. COVID. We'd, I'd never heard Or running it. virtual events all or virtual any of that. Events, we yeah. never really sat in that space at all. Yeah, exactly. But if we would have said, no, no, we're not going to bother to learn about that, especially you because you're the one that facilitated all of that stuff. You know, if, if you would have said no, then we, you, we wouldn't have had all those opportunities. No. No, and things are coming back to being normal now. So obviously that side of the business, the virtual side, which we opened up and, and nurtured and grew, that's still very much a product that our clients can have if they want it. But it's now not becoming a primary focus anymore. And so now we're pivoting again, going back to our normal events, our normal teams and, and suppliers that we used to work with. And it's coming back hard and fast. So, you know, we've been able to pivot one way to adapt. And then we've had to pivot another way now that things are coming back. Yeah. And that's this role that you have to have in business. You have to be nimble and quick. You have to adapt really quickly. You have to look at the opportunity and then take action and just like, fuck it. Just go I'm for it. it. You don't have time to fuck around. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing we can time. be fast is the react, is, is, you know, is like looking at the problem, looking at the problem and solving it and yeah. then how working on it to make that grow. Yeah, because yeah. if you don't, as a business owner, you're not doing your job properly, which is to make sure that your doors stay open. Mm -hmm. And when the doors get taken away from you, like the instance of COVID and everything that happened, you have to look at other ways to make it work. Um, I saw a lot of restaurant businesses go out of business, but then I also saw a massive group of businesses switching to, you know, sending out their um, meals directly and delivering it personally and building relationships with their customers directly and actually providing a whole new service of how to cook from home from your favorite restaurant and sending you all the stuff we like did we did that with um atlantic didn't we uh, atlantic group we supported absolutely because they're amazing and they look after all our events but um the grain store which is another small local business here a cafe they decided to turn their menu into something that you can actually buy and they bring all the stuff out to you That's and good. you cook it for yourself love grains see that to me is real innovation no matter what the industry is in or going through you have to look at innovating so that yeah. you keep those doors open mm -hmm. but we saw that failing to innovate and adapt being a massive issue um, and now that we're coming back it's slowly like all those businesses that had to close their doors they're not able to come back no it's that, like if you look around any city right now there are so many for lease signs mm -hmm. and so many buildings. And I don't think corporates are going to go back into the main cities. I don't think that people want to come back to work in droves. Uh, but I do think people want to go out and have fun. They do. So I think there's going to be this really weird space of where a lot of empty areas are going to be turned into some really cool well, experiences. Yeah, like car parks turning into interactive, yeah. like visual um almost experiences, like experiences that you can yeah. go in and eat some food game and... game like lots of places have created like gaming or game interactions spaces, like ballers things like that places like that where you can do i don't know people are getting creative mm. Mm. i think people want to escape more too because yeah. you're stuck at home you know with your family and everything you want to kind of go out and enjoy stuff now more so than ever because now it's not so much about 
spending time with family because you kind of do that a lot more because you're working from home. Now it's about like, if I'm going to go out, I want to do something fun, something different. Um, So again, this is where the market is changing again. This is where the opportunities lie. And if you are a small business and you're looking to pivot, there's a lot of opportunity there that's coming up. There's a lot of um, real estate available at really cheap prices. There's ways that you can look at the market and go, well, customers are wanting to come and have fun. They're not coming to go to work. So what's a business that you can create that will help that happen? Yeah. Something fun and interactive. Something fun, interactive. And like people are lazy. So you either have to make it really cool that they come to you or you take it to them. Mm -hmm. There's so much opportunity in that space. And that's only entertainment that we're talking about. So adapting, looking at the market, looking at the trends and making sure that your business can fit in there somewhere that will always keep you afloat. Mm -hmm. Always. Anything you want to add to that? You said, well, Make oh, something thanks. fun and exciting for us to go and do. We always like new adventures. I know that the um, Ballers is really cool. If you haven't been to Ballers in Melbourne, and this is not a sponsored ad, um, but it's, it's a fucking cool place. It's really cool. I love it's it. It's cool. Yeah. Although don't go with your competitive wife because she doesn't like to lose. Look, I, I <laughs> or your competitive you son <laughs> in the darts. All right. Uh, she didn't. Oh my god! Here we go. She didn't. She's anyway. talking about another time altogether, but what? actually, matter. I won both times. Whatever. I did. That's how good I am. He didn't win. I did. I won twice. And what? Going and, to the bathroom? You did. Going not. to the bathroom. <laughs> anyway, today we are talking about we're talking about why small businesses fail. We've touched on three reasons uh, as to why we think they fail and continue to do so um, post COVID as well. Uh, probably the fourth reason why businesses fail <laughs> will be my favorite side of the business finances mm-hmm. and the mismanagement of it, meaning uh, not knowing how to do your invoicing properly, not knowing how to get the money in quickly, yeah. not knowing that those two things are actually a problem if you can't manage both of those, not having an accountant. Like, there's so much that goes into running a business, right? That's one part. But Wasting your money on the wrong things. Spending Wasting your money, money on the wrong things. Oh, yeah, I've done a lot of that. Um, all that kind of stuff really does have an impact on the company, on the business, on your growth, on your marketing, on everything. And if you don't have a proper structure or, or even a, a way of managing that kind of facility, yeah, you're going to get in trouble real fast. Yeah. Well, you know, the first thing to go when ca- companies start to lose money is the marketing, right? Yep. So they need to actually, that should be the thing that continues, marketing and advertising. Yes, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. But it doesn't, it doesn't actually help if you know nothing about finances, if you no, know exactly. nothing about where the money is going, where the money is going to go or what it is that you need to do. Like it's, it's actually a whole nother business managing the finance side of your business. Get some um, experts to do it, man. Oh, uh, yeah. That's what I'd say. Our accountants it. have been with us since we were, we were making nothing. <laughs> they probably, yeah. Since we were actually working in corporate jobs, right? Mm-hmm. And then they um, started looking after our company stuff as well. Um, and they have helped us through a number of, like, GST issues, taxes, um, how to write stuff off properly, how to um, do things really beneficial like for magicians. us to grow. Even if we wanted to expand into either another region or get another staff member on board, they help us manage all of that stuff. Like I didn't actually like accountants before our accountants. And now I wouldn't even have a business without one. 
Yeah, because you need to employ experts. You can't do every yeah. single thing. You, exactly. You, it's some things you do need to invest in. And a good accountant, which doesn't need to cost a lot of money, no. is somebody that can really help your business to grow. And it, and it, and they help you with ideas on how to get money in quicker. Like before looking at a financial statement with our accountant, I didn't realize that having someone pay you 90 days or 120 days made such a big impact on your taxes and also the growth of your company. Like to me, I thought it doesn't matter when they pay as long as they pay. But no. if there was someone paying in 30 days compared to someone paying in 90 days to someone who paid like 170 days later, which we've actually had, yeah. we've actually had clients that have taken that long yeah. to pay us for work that was completed. So imagine that you're in business, you do the work, and then 170 days later, you get the money in. Mm -hmm. How is your business going to stay afloat? Yeah. Even they money have, mismanagement. Exactly. I mean, even the advice they give on, like you can just add this one mm. thing to your invoice, and that can help you. Yeah. You know, like stuff like that, which other people who are running their business and creating their whatever they create don't know about that kind of stuff. No. Or what if you need to send invoices in multiple countries, which we do. So what yeah, do you do like, if do you're you going to run an event at Grand Prix in Singapore? How do you charge for that? How do you bill for it? How do you do that if you're doing something in the Pacific Island region or even in New Zealand? Like we've really used the knowledge and expertise of our accountants to help our, our business both scale and grow mm -hmm. and also maintain and look after all the clients that we work with as well. So mismanaging your finances is a massive 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 issue um and i don't see enough people giving support to accountants and like actually giving them like <laughs> a lot more support and love because of what they have to do every day i certainly could not sit Look, in front and do that job it's we, so hard we don't have math spaces right that's why i do marketing this is why this is we're, not a math space spaces for marketing not for marketing. fugly marketing <laughs> Speak for yourself, mate. I was. Uh, we don't have faces for numbers. We don't. That's why we employ the people. I like making do. money and I like spending money, but I don't like looking at the invoices going in and out and all that. No, I try to give you information about it and you just, your eyes glaze over.